The study of theosophy in which we are engaged is in its character unique. The esoteric science, which is but another name for theosophy, is at once a complete system of physics, ethics, and metaphysics demanding the devotion of all the faculties of man for its proper comprehension. Unlike those departments of knowledge which usually occupy attention, it directly deals with the great problem of happiness, a happiness which is complete and eternal. The ultimate value of all effort is the production of happiness, and objects excite our interest in so far as we believe them to be conducive to that great and ultimate consummation of existence, happiness. Thus, it will be seen that theosophy, claiming as it does to be the science of happiness, must embrace within itself all objects of human interest. In fact, it must be omniscience itself. The definition here attempted is, no doubt, infinite in extension, rendering every claimant to a complete knowledge of it worthy of supreme contempt and ridicule, or perhaps even unworthy of that. One thing, however, is certain. The great science of supreme knowledge, as it is called in the East, is the science of supreme bliss and the art of acquiring it. As a science, it recognizes the direction in which our highest faculties perceive the unfoldment of existence to be the direction of happiness, and looks upon all divergence from that direction as productive of unhappiness. As an art, it naturally concerns itself most with the objects of our highest interest, ourselves. It is necessary to adopt this form for the plural in defiance of grammar, and attacks the problem of happiness from their standpoint. These selves, or as they are technically called, personal egos or personalities, are candidates for happiness and therefore entitled to special consideration. It is needless to discuss here the contention which is sometimes heard that action, life, or existence is possible without a tendency towards happiness. Even a superficial examination will show that while pursuing apparently an unpleasant object, the man's real motive is still a desire for happiness. The author of the Upanishads shows great wisdom when he asks, Who would have moved or who would have lived if happiness did not pervade all space?